on today's Phoenix Magazine podcast, we dive into the Arizona Craft Beer Awards, the recent awards that we gave out uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Craig Utier, the editor-in-chief from the magazine, along with Johan Warnholtz, our marketing and events guy here at Phoenix Magazine, join me to discuss, debate, dive in. We don't sample. We already did that. But we do talk a lot of awards, a lot of beer, a lot of breweries, and the upcoming festival next. Ready, Freddy. All right. You guys sound good, man. I'm like, I like it. I have to go like this so it's, that uh, I sound like a <laughs> podcaster. All right, those mic checks are in from <laughs> Johan and Craig. Guys, thanks for being here today. It's Wednesday, October 18th, just a couple days away to the Arizona Craft Beer Awards Festival. That's right. Uh, coming up on Saturday. Uh, Johan's taking some time out of his busy week to away from planning for the festival to join us. Let's talk about awards, guys, because we, about 10, 12 days ago, handed out all these medals to yes. all these uh, great brewers that were very excited. Uh, Johan, you got, you got, I was watching through the video that the that the Guild put up. You went through some hugs that night, right? You, I did. Have you recovered from that? Uh, yes, I'm I'm a I'm a hugger by nature, so I was excited about that. Um, I actually prefer hugs right now to handshakes because I injured my hand, and so every time I shake someone's hand, uh, it is painful. So yeah, I just hugged hug. everybody yeah. instead. Yeah, yeah. No fist bumps or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. So you handed out the medals to, to all these winners in 19 yeah. categories. Let's let's kind of go through this. We'll start at Brewery of the Year. Kind of give me a little bit of reaction or, you know, surprises, uh, what, what you thought of. Uh, so Petal House wins Brewery of the Year uh, based off of winning three gold medals, yeah. six points for gold, five for silver, four for bronze is I think how the, the guild divided it up. So mm-hmm. they win three golds, they get 18 points, runners up, roses by the stairs, and Renhouse Brewing each with 14. Yeah. Um, really... Re- what I thought was interesting, it's second year in a row, because Oro won it last year, mm-hmm. two breweries that don't can their beer on like a, like a mass yeah. production, mass scale type of thing. You well, know, and they, talk they about two like there. different yeah. ends of the spectrum in terms of brewery size, right? Like you have Oro win one year and you have Petal House win the other, next year and the completely different levels of, you know, how much how much they produce and, and everything like that. Oro is a, a nano brewery. Yeah. They call it right. Yeah. It's, it's like... one of the smaller places you'll ever <laughs> right. go to, but fantastic beer. But they win national, international, and you know, uh, they, they won plenty of medals that we'll get into here from Arizona from the our way, competition. Yeah. The way that this competition is judged is, uh, it's the same rules as great American beer festival, um, which ultimately is beers are awarded for being, as close to the style guidelines for whatever style they're submitted as. So while there are categories like experimental and things like that, where it's like breweries are, you know, putting in kind of their weird, different, you know, beers. Um, ultimately, if you're if you're submitting a beer into like the Pilsner category, you like the goal is to create the most two style traditional Pilsner possible. And from that perspective, yeah, based on those guidelines right. that are you mean, available you judged, to judges you know. there, yeah. So based on that, to me, it is no surprise that Petal House took home Brewery of the Year because if there's something that Petal House specializes in, is just creating beers too styled. Their German Pilsner is probably unanimously within the beer community in Arizona recognized as like your most traditional German pills right, that you can find. Right. Like, so Petal House excels in that, in that regard. Um, 
And that's on their website. Like they list yeah. all their medals and going back since they opened, I think in 2008 or whatever it is, uh, something like 40 or 50 competition. You know, yeah. we're talking World Beer Cup, U.S. Open, uh, some ones down LA in like Mexico. Yeah, L.A. Uh, and GABF. Yeah. And now they're just adding more with our yeah. competition. So hopefully they get that up there on, on their website. I'm sure they will. Yeah. yeah. But that to me wasn't wasn't a surprise. I mean, you you can ask most brewers in town who the best brewer in town is, uh, and a lot of them just recognize that Doc Osborne at Petal House is just the most experienced, knowledgeable like brewer. I mean, there's a lot of excellent brewers who are doing incredible things, who are being very, you know, uh, pioneering in what they're doing and how they're brewing things. But uh, Doc is just like if you want to. If you want to brew a traditional beer, Doc is. Yeah, and there's guy. a guy I thought really pleasantly surprised to see him at the judging on that day that we judged all those beers. He was yeah. one of, uh, I think we had 65 judges, and it wasn't just, you know, the amateurs like me and some other folks that we had last year. We actually had, you know, real brewers from professional and uh, home brewers, and, you know, there's guys like Jesse from Oro. Mm-hmm. Um, at my table, I sat with the brewer from Walter Station mm-hmm. and the brewer from Oso Paradise Valley, yeah. as well as uh, a, an advanced Cicerone um, in um, uh, Bonehouse um, Bierkowski. Bruce, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rachel. Rachel's Rachel. Rachel. And mm-hmm. um, one of the heads of Ash, Jackie. So yeah. it was a, a very experienced table, a lot of knowledge and a lot of different things. And the way they did it was the people who ran the back of the house, kind of an industry term, I guess, where you know they, they poured the beers brought them out, they divided all of us into tables so that we wouldn't be sampling, you know, like uh, Josh from Oso, he wouldn't be sampling his own beer. Yeah. Or Jesse from Oro wouldn't have his own beer right. as a judged beer. So you're judging other people's beers. So they really did a nice job of dividing everyone up and totally. um, not just like, hey, pick a random table. So yeah. Back I, on the uh, Brewery of the Year topic, I was happy to see Rose's by the stairs. Yeah, brand new one. I think they just sec- had second, their that was that first year. Yeah, second in terms of best. Yeah, runner-up uh, tied with runner Renhouse. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and they, they've only been around for a couple years, right? Yeah, uh, and they were now just were, one year. I think they just hit their one-year anniversary like last week or oh, a couple crazy. weeks ago. And they lean really hard into Belgians, which I, you know, not a lot of breweries do in the valley or in Arizona. Uh, great saisons. Um, yeah, those like farmhouse style right. ales. Farmhouse yeah, styles, a lot right. of stuff that kind of needed around here, right? I was really happy to see them. You know, they t- they took over that old Easley's Funhouse space. Yep. On McDowell, which used to be like a Halloween shop, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, classic valley space and building, and uh, and you know, see them come in there and, and do so well in the first year is great. I, I I've uh, kind of notice that a lot of people talk about Roses by the Stairs in the same way that people used to talk about Renhouse when Renhouse first opened. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the same sort of like, wow, they're doing really great stuff. And it's funny to me that Roses by the Stairs kind of specializes in or is leaning into the Belgian stuff because right down the street is uh, is um, Grand Avenue Brewing, which also, I mean, they won a gold for Belgians. They yep. are also, they're also very specialized in the Belgian styles. And then right in downtown Phoenix as well, you have... Uh, Wilderness, which does a lot of saisons and farmhouse sales and yep. things like that, and Petal House, which also has an incredible tripel and and all other belts. So it's almost like the Greenwood. That is, area you could throw is Greenwood in there like, too, for yeah, sure. It's becoming this like Belgian 
uh, mecca uh, in Nexus. Arizona, like right oh, there in sure. like Grand Avenue downtown <laughs> area. Which That's kind of fun. The other big one is up in Pine Top, uh, Pine Top Brewing Company, and they do a bunch. Like it's all Belgian. Yeah, but. You don't hear much about them. I mean, no, I, I think that's I've had them before. <laughs> I think that's their best beer is when they brew a triple or yeah. a quad or something like that. You rarely, if ever, see it down here in the valley, though. Mm-hmm. They just don't yeah. project outside of the White Mountains. But still, it's kind of a fun treat to go up there and you know. Yeah. It's a must stop on your way up to the White Mountains for sure. Up yeah. to uh, uh, sunrise. Right. Craig, from like the magazine perspective, like, what is it? How 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 does the awards and all this in your mind fit into the magazine, the brand, like your efforts to kind of highlight Arizona beer? Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. It's uh, I mean it's kind of take. I mean when I started editing the magazine in 2012, there wasn't a whole lot to write about. Um, it was starting to happen. Um, I I remember when. The only breweries in town that you even call craft breweries or places that brewed on site were chains. You know, uh, there was obviously Four Peaks, been there mm-hmm. forever, mid 90s. But you know, you had places like uh, BJ's Gordon and Beer, right, yeah. right, and they were they're you know they're kind of corporate. They weren't based here. They weren't conceived here. Um, so it was hard to get excited or even justify coverage of of craft beer, but. That has completely changed. And, you know, from the very beginning, and especially when Rob Fulmer, Fulmer uh, took over the uh, uh, Craft Brewers Guild, it was always my, you know, dream to do a beer awards. Oh, and cool. I, but I had no idea how to do it. I had some, you know, I had a friend who edited a magazine out of state who kind of got one going and uh, set me up with a consultant. And I talked to him, but, you know, really it was, you know, it had to have the craft Brewers Guild support, and to see you guys kind of step in and just take it over, um, you know, from the magazines and the company perspective, has been great. So it's it's really kind of a realized dream. Yeah, and the timing was so good when we kind of started working on it last year, you know, before the first one. Um, I remember that first meeting with with Rob, um, but the staff that basically runs the, the judging and everything is almost a copy and paste of the American beer festival that used to happen in Arizona, um, which was nationally recognized. Uh, and that stopped happening, I think because of COVID or just prior to COVID. Mm. Um, but the team that kind of handles the judging for our awards now is the same team that handled the judging. So everybody was kind of like, well, they wanted to bring something back. They wanted to do this again. And, and we do, I think we just happened to be stepping in at the right time for that. So it's, it's, the reception this year, I mean, the amount of entries increased by like 80 or something like that. Yeah, what we had, we had 194 beers total from 53 breweries. And um, last year it was like 120. I think something. it was around, yeah, around that. So it, it, it increased for sure. There was a lot more participation on the judging uh, side for right. sure. Um, and those those folks you mentioned, John Rudolph from Ash and Melissa Osborne from Four Peaks, kind of ran the show. Um, Scott Brody from Oso right. helped a lot with that. And then. Um, Andrew and Rob from the guild and their wives too. Yeah. Um, they, they're the ones coming out, serving the, serving the beers yeah. and handing us notes and stuff. It's, it's great that they get involved. Uh, one last note on that is 36 of the 53 breweries, uh, walked home with medals that night. That's um, cool. so 17 others, democratic. Uh, yeah. 17 others. <laughs> keep trying guys. Uh, I don't, and I don't know and who those so 17 many. were. Right. Um, there was, there was a lot of beer flying around afterwards for judges to take home right. unused samples. Um, 
well, could and probably still guess so it many some, breweries but... in in Arizona that that haven't you know participated yet that I yeah. think would do really well. You know, yeah. just off the top of my head, like Tombstone, um, uh, uh, Goldwater. Um, you know, I'm and, glad you brought and, and, those up. Those are those are ones that I will go to all the yeah. time. I don't know if they're into competitions, and and yeah. some breweries that we've talked to on these podcasts are say. Yeah, I'm not really, you know, into the competition right. and submitting right. and stuff. Have, I'd like, want I wish to serve my it, customers. I wish they view it less as competing against their peers. Yeah. And I can understand why yeah. they find that, you know, unsavory. And just look at it as a great opportunity to get attention for the beer community. And not Because I don't that, think it's really about, yeah. you know, a lot of these beers are here every year. They, they're, they're, they're placing competition every year, offer competition. You know, it's great when they win, but no one really, you know, it's all subjective. We get yeah. that. I'd love to see more breweries participate. The, the other thing, too, is um, from from the first year, from last year, and, in, you know, part of the culture that I think that the guild and, and the, the, the brewing community and the judging uh, staff is, is trying to build is that whether you win or not, you're taking home actionable, real helpful feedback on the beer that you submitted yeah, right. that can act that can then the brewer can then take it and, and decide whether they want to adjust something yep. to improve the beer yep. in in the eyes of the judges or whether they want like you know I, I like the way it is i like it the way it is but like the idea while there are medals and awards involved i think in large part the idea is to create a feedback system that allows Arizona beer as a whole to improve. For sure. And so whether a brewery wins or not, they should still be able to take home something that allows them to improve, uh, whether that's locally or you know if they do want to compete on a more national or international level. And that, I think, is important for the breweries that are less interested in competing to take into consideration, I think. You know, like whether or not your beer wins you, you get something back for it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's helpful. It's that whole rising tide. And this judging panel that we had, man, they were, they were some smart guys in that yeah. room, Ga- guys and gals. They they knew where, like we talked to Will from Catalyst the other day. He's talking about, you know, the mid-hop level variation and all this, like, yeah. you know, nerdy totally. kind of beard talking. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's that actually goes a long way to helping those guys. So um, The other thing, too, that I hope that we see more of is – you know, we have a pretty good representation of local, like of Phoenix-based breweries, and we have some out of, you know, Tucson and a handful that are out of Flagstaff, but there's a lot that are still, that are outside of Phoenix that still haven't. Are on the sidelines. That are on the sidelines. Yeah. And I think the, a lot of those breweries uh, hopefully will start to participate in future years. Any particular that you love? Dark that, Sky that don't compete. Yeah, Dark Sky. Dark is great, Sky, right? Like a Wanderlust. Yeah. Uh, Wanderlust. Wanderlust, right? Um, uh, I think they could tu- dominate I mean, Tucson, some of the uh, tu- underserved categories. Like you what? know, <laughs> uh, you know, they make like you, you were talking about. You know, the Belgian styles. Those, those but um, yeah, right. You know, like we'll get into the categories. Some of them are, you know, like Hazy IPA had 19, yeah. Sours had 18, but uh, those are the most compete. Yeah, popular there were some categories. that were just right. down to yeah. like five categories. So right. Those are a and, little tougher to... And I think there's also an opportunity to loop in some of the not necessarily beer, but sort of beer-adjacent 
like ciders and meads like meat there's more meaderies opening i know there's the drinking horn in flagstaff there's obviously superstition there's uh below the rim and payson um and there's probably more uh that's a growing community um that is producing tons of different kinds of mead and then you also have cideries you know yep. you, you have you have uh, Cider Core, you have um, Six Bird, and, you know, there's there's others kind of making their way in. And so I think, I hope that as we go uh, forward, we, we start maybe opening up like a, a meat and cider category or something like that to loop yeah, that'd be them good. in. And I think more and, and more are producing. too. Yeah. There's several or, breweries. Non-alcoholic beers, that sort of totally. thing. Yeah. But there's several breweries in town that are producing seltzers as well. I know Catalyst yep. is making seltzers. I know Oso is making Haas seltzers. Has been doing Haas it. Is yeah. So like, I think there's an opportunity there to, uh, to to bring in that sort of thing as well. And that brings in other people that don't necessarily drink beer, but are you know are are are, are seltzer fans. And so it, it's it's the foundation. You know, I feel like we've we've done a good job of of building this foundation. That the beer festival certainly is growing. Um, and, and the awards are growing. So I wonder what the judging table would be like when you're like you're expecting maybe an IPA and oh here's a tray of seltzers here. You, this is your first yeah, category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck guys. All right. So uh, <laughs> speaking of the categories, let's start hazy IPA. It was a uh, most popular with 19 entries. Gold spellbinder. Silver was uh, fog lights from Moda Sonora and bronze warrior hazy from Greenwood. Um, no real surprise with with Spellbinder. It did get bronze the year before, so yeah. it took gold this year. Right. Did um, uh, did Mother Road compete? That I don't know. They uh, I didn't see them on the medal uh, list. Um, yeah, I so know. I don't know if they had any submissions. I wasn't privy to, to any of that info right, of right. all the breweries, but they they weren't on any of the medal lists. Because I, I love their hazy version of Tower Station. Whatever right. They call it. Yeah. Uh, that is a that's a tasty one too. Yeah. But you know who knows. Yeah, that limited. Great. I think you're I talking mean, about limited visibility. That's, that, yep. that's the one uh, we brought in the chef for the best of the valley, and he d- he went through the hazy IPAs right. and he landed on that one. Yeah, as, we had a best of the valley taste yeah. test for the best of the valley issue yeah. for hazy IPAs, and he that was his number one. It was. It was right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, it was kind of sentimentally hoping that would be <laughs> represented. But that's like cool. I said, Craig, some of your favorite <laughs> breweries are not listed because they may not submit. Yeah, that, exactly. So that's yeah. there's nothing we could do about that, right? Right. But I mean, Spellbinder's iconic. Um, yeah. You know, uh, another brewery that I would like to see uh, participate that I think could probably give Spellbinder a run for their money is uh, the shop with church music. Oh, yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the most I mean, that's the most common hazy in the state in terms of you yep. see it on taps everywhere. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you're right. That's a, that's an interesting yeah. one, too. But, so, yeah. But, you know. They, the shop did well participate in 22. They won a bronze for Neonic. So I don't know if they just didn't have any submissions this year or yeah. right, right. or not. What about American um, IPA? That was also a highly competitive category. So I that imagine. was nine. We had oh, okay. uh, Victory or Death, Moda Sonora Brewing, won gold. Uh, silver went to Breakers from Roses by the Stairs and See, Bronze. I didn't realize Roses by the Stairs did, had such a good IPA program. Yeah, like, you know, you were I'm talking about their there. Belgians, yeah. and I think they won every other category that they submitted except the Belgian category. Oh, really? No, I, they did. They had a, they were second in Belgians. Oh, they had yeah, a, yeah, yeah. they had a farmhouse in there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah the was, JoJo, I think, was on there. That's it. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, no Saison category, though. I mean, are there enough made in Arizona? Maybe um, not, huh? It's it's not so much if they're made in Arizona or if they're submitted. Uh, I think right, saisons right. end a up saison might have been a Belgian. Uh, 
Uh, they might have been lumped into another category. I would, I would either fold it into Belgian or into a specialty. Could be. Yeah. We, we did expand the categories. I think we had 11 in the first year, and yeah. now it's 19 this year. So like a like a German Pilsner, like Johan mentioned, the, the Pedal House one, that was just a generic uh, Pilsner Helles category a year ago. This right. year we had an American Pilsner category and a German Pilsner category. Right, right. So, um, yeah, Moda Sonora, man, I, I do like that one. That, that There yeah. was a lot of samples left over that one. I think they had that at the uh, awards night, and so I got my hands on, on a bunch of that. Really, really good stuff. Um, yeah, Walter Station on there. Walter Station was the bronze for America. The bronze. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Three new winners this year. The, none great. of those uh, are repeats um, like we had. If you go to American Pilsner, 15 entries, uh, Dragoon Pilsner ended up being best in show. Um, right. And I can tell you it's from sitting on the best in show table the last two years. I don't know if it's you've had so many different beers all day long. It's getting late. But a lager just tasted or a pilsner tastes so much better than any other beer. It's friendly and on the palate. I don't know if that influenced it at all. <laughs> um, but man, yeah, Dragon so it's Pilsner. Good, it's a good late session style. I like get, after yeah. you after you've been drinking all day. I really like the lager the last lager, year. The, the lager um, has the best on the palate. Yeah, this, the Dragoon <laughs> Pils was, and it, it was a pretty easy, uh, you know. Six people decided on that, I think, fairly quickly. Yeah. We we just eliminated, went down the line, eliminated 19 beers from all the categories, all the all the gold medal winners. We're like, get rid of these, get rid of these. It came down to that and the Belgian, um, which from Grand Avenue. Yeah, wow. Belgian oh, was in the top two, wow. so we kind of awesome. we kind of debated that for the longest debate was between the Lager and the Belgian to, yeah, to cool. put best in show. Cool. I would have voted for the Lager. The Belgian myself. I, I, <laughs> I was I was getting there at first. I was like, eh, but then you you yeah. keep sipping. I'm like, that's great to give see that Dragon one. do it. Yeah. So then there's West Coast IPA too, right? Now, d- describe what's the difference between a West Coast and an American IPA? That's a great question. Uh, I think American IPA probably, um, and I don't know, you, you might know this, uh, or if, if you have the guidelines around, but I think West Coast there's like a specific there's specific kinds of hops. You know that that are grown in kind of the Pacific Northwest and and you know uh, California, um, whereas American IPAs might have like a, a broader range of, of hops that you can oh, use. Right. That, w- that whether a beer is submitted to West Coast IPA category or American IPA category is up to the brewery up to that's the brewery. submitting it. It's not just an um, IBU thing like West I, Coast. I believe it is a little bit probably bitter and less malty than an American IPA. Right. Like I know yeah, it's the difference if you go right. to. Yeah get a beer from like the Midwest or the East coast, a lot more malty than right. you would get in San Diego or right. Oregon, Oregon, Seattle, yeah. something and like not that. Quite as much. If they're not hot bombs, not as right. much. Right. Right. Pine in your, in uh, your Oh gob. yeah. West coast is going to be a, a piney. Yeah. Real piney. Um, so the winner of that was <laughs> West clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pine in the cup. I like yeah. that. Uh, so fun note about the West clear from Arizona wilderness, the very first beer brewed by wilderness's new head of production, Brad miles. Oh, cool. It was the first one. Uh, I think it, he came out here sometime in the summer. Right. At new. Um, I think he had been here before left. somewhere. Yeah. Their head brewer left, uh, for Chicago, Ashley, mm-hmm. I think her name was. Yep. So first beer. And then, man, he, he nailed it. Gold medal in West coast IPA. Um, yeah. Renovation got the bronze from Renhouse, and Huss got a silver for It's a Dry Hop. 
I haven't had that yet. And yeah, I haven't had. I've had plenty beer. of renovation. But that's an. Uh, it's a dry hop. Is a newer beer. I for think us. that's it's something recently. Yeah, uh, never seen it before. It's yeah. a dry hop. I think that might have been their um, their fresh hop. So. Oh, cool. Like fresh cool. submission. So good for them. Uh, flip the page. Specialty. Now a brewery that Johan and I. That's we, a broad that was our last category. Pod, podcast <laughs> for sure. Catalyst. Crafted Ales gets the gold now, what for is, Mobility what is mo- Scooter. Yeah, what is Mobility it's Scooter? A it's a barley, barley wine. wine. Wow, and it's okay. excellent. And if I remember the day of judging, I looked over at the table that had these beers. I think there was these beers. It's a great name. And it was, I swear, there was like a purple beer. It was like a rainbow of beers that were in front of them. It was yeah. all different colors. And right, I, right. I pointed out to our table and like, that is a wild selection of beers at that table. Yeah. And I mean, it just sounds like a happenstance Motley category. Yeah, there what was. Is, a, what's kill? What's silver was kill all loggers. Kill all loggers from Twelve West. What is silver. that? Is it a lager? I've had it before. I, it's. I think it's more of like a cold IPA. Okay. Um, it might be or that like cold filtered lager. And it's their statement that they don't. They're not fond of lagers. I like that. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> or something. I've had it before. It's a great beer. Um, and the bronze was Ale's Wife Pumpkin Pie, yeah, which is so, the beer of the month in Phoenix Magazine this month. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just because it's a, it's the preeminent pumpkin beer in the state, so right? It's, it yeah. won a silver in Denver a couple years ago. Uh, I think bronze. it won a gold. Bronze. bronze. Did it win a bronze? Okay. Yep, it okay. won gold uh, with us last, last year, year. Right. With us. Yeah. Um, and then this year, bronze. I'm going to look up Kill All Lagers because I... Well, he does that. Let's yeah. go to the next one. German Pilsner. Quick note on uh, Alewives. It's going to be at the Beer Fest. Oh, it is? It's probably the best beer Desert Monks does. They they won gold, like Johan said, uh, in a category we last called year, herb right. spice coffee last year so they get bronze and specialty this year oh cool All right. um but yeah german pilsner the gold uh, pilsner from petal house they also won the golden uh 2022 hellas lager from the brewery at torito farm um wow kind of near and dear to my heart i wrote about them in the previous sure issue did, of phoenix yeah. mag they got the silver and it's owned by a doctor in tucson yep. it's out there in wilcox in the middle of nowhere trio. Yeah, it really is the middle of nowhere. So There's cool nothing around something. it other and than farmland and for and for wine country, is you know. Excellent. It, it is. Good. It is is probably the best Hellas. And that's what I actually yeah. uh, turned us on to the knowledge that this place even existed. We had some beers uh, at the comp or before the awards last year while we we're setting up, oh, no and kidding. we cracked one of those. We're like, what is what even is the brewery at Torito Farm? So. Yeah. By the yeah, way, um, that's, that's Kill All Loggers is a logger. What is a logger? It is uh, a collaboration with Old Ellsworth Brewing. I wonder why they put it in specialty. Um, it is a pineapple express terpene. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, it's, so it's an experimental logger. There you go. And then uh, that would be specialty, yeah, very special. And then the bronze for bronze, Prasna Brana, Renhouse, a beer that I believe they've won other awards for. Um, that's funny. Forgot I to research Prasna that. Prasna Branas were uh, it was a Czech style. So, like I said, the as we grow the beer awards, we might have ca- uh, beers that get lumped into yeah. broader categories like German Pilsner Lager. So, so Prasna, Prasna Brana, Brana is a a tower in Prague. Oh. In the Czech Republic. Oh, cool. Uh, so it's like a, a Czech Lager then, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Though. So yeah, um, Hazy Pales, International Pales, eight entries, 12 West comes up again, Smooth Transitions, gold medal. They they also won this uh, gold at the U.S. Beer Open Championship in July. Nice. So oh, wow. a lot of 
professional judges really like this beer. And that's interesting. Okay. It's a, that's its own category, hazy pale. It's not necessarily a you know uh, common category or style that's I think most beer fans are aware of. Yeah. Or super aware of. Yeah. It's kind of, but obviously one that's trending here it's, in the uh, state. And on the can, I believe it just says a pale ale. So, um, 18th oh, a, hour right. from Crooked Tooth gets the silver and a beer that's technically called Hazy IPA from Four Peaks wins bronze. Um, cool. So they, I guess they fit into that category. And that would be different than a Hazy IPA, probably less alcohol, right? Usually a pale right. ale is a little less yeah. potent than a. Yeah, IPA. they're usually a good one or two percentage lower. Right. Well, in, I also think pale. that pale ales uh, are not dry hopped as heavily. As IPA, because IPA is not Imperial Pale Ale, it's uh, India Pale Ale, and yeah. it's marked as a as a uh, a style of beer that, that that is heavily dry hopped because they used to use dry hopping as a form of um, preserving the beer during the transit from England all the way around Africa to Thank you for the India. IPA lesson, right? <laughs> but so those are usually in the ales. 6 to 7% ABV range, and a yeah, pale I mean, is it, around oh, 5 or so. It could be, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's defi- I, I think the, the big differentiation between the I, the styles is probably how heavily dry hop. How, how, how hot they are? Hoppy, too, yeah. hop they are, yeah. I might have to take off. Can you guys finish up on this? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks Good for stuff. listening. Thanks, but Craig. I, yeah. Talk right soon. before we get to Imperial Juicy, Craig is out of here. Yeah, that uh, it, that category triggers me. <laughs> so I just want to leave before I said something, you know, uh, get fired for. Well, we don't want your opinions on these, uh, the rest of these anyways, Craig. So. <laughs> All right, Craig is out. So, Johan, um, Oro pops up here yeah. for the first time. King Gus wins uh, Golden Imperial Juicy Hazy. Uh, you know, one of the – I don't know what if we had a minimum on some of these, but uh, I think the – this and two or three other categories had five entries, so they win gold. Um, they were last year's brewery of the year. Mm-hmm. This is their first. I don't know how many entries they had. They, I think they had three or four last year, but they swept everything they, they entered last year. Yeah. Um, they swept two categories, or they, they got two categories this year. Uh, Catalina Brewing gets silver for Gears of Glory that New that, bre- I feel like that's a pretty new brewery. That that was a brewery I'd never heard of before. I, uh, I guess they opened in 2016. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, and they won two silvers. Um, so. And they're going to be at the beer fest. Can't wait to yep. to try them. I I don't know if I've. I, I think I did judge this category if I remember right, but um, it may have been, may have been another one. I I can't gotcha. I can't remember that. Uh, I can remember some of. Uh, the categories, <laughs> the uh, and the bronze goes to Roses by the Stairs for double double. Like like we said, they get they got an, uh, what a hazy IPA and now this hazy Imperial yep. IPA category. So they're doing they're doing good hazies over at for Roses sure. by the Stairs. For sure. Uh, American Fruit Wheat. There's Oro again with Trigo Suave. They mm-hmm. won the gold in this category last year. That's their uh, that's their go to. Yeah. You know they they win. You know GABF. They yep. win World Beer Cup uh, with that beer. Yeah. Um, Grand Canyon, they got the silver for prickly pear wheat. Which, uh, I don't know that I've had the prickly pear wheat, but I've had Grand Canyon's prickly pear IPA. And yeah, there are a couple different variations of prickly pear there. I think it's it's clear that they know how to work with that flavor because that prickly pear IPA is really, I, I think it's really good. And prickly pear, to me, seems like probably, it seems like a hard flavor to work with because it's not, a particularly strong flavor unless it's you know 
applied mm-hmm. in sort of a concentrated way, but then it's easy to overdo it and basically create sort of a, you know, something that's too sweet. So I feel like if if the wheat was at all as good as the IPA is done, then it makes sense to me that they would yeah. do something for that. Yeah, you could t- I could tell. I will bring that up when we get to experimental IPA because there was, I think, some ex- um, – prickly pear in that category mm, and mm-hmm. i remember i'd meddled that round and there were some that were really really bad uh yeah. two, two two beers that were really bad in that one you um, know prickly pear is a good flavor that it goes well with like a sour sort of a sour sure um i remember the first time i ever had gold waters uh prickly pear they have a prickly pear i think it's just called prick right uh, i think, I think so. so yeah no isn't it cactus juice Maybe that's a different one. But either way... No, um, cactus use is uh, Arizona wilderness. Yeah. That's right. Either way, I remember the first time I ever had uh, Goldwater's prickly pear beer, and this was like eight years ago or something when they first just opened. I was really underwhelmed because I was like hoping for that sort of sour bite. Mm-hmm. It just kind of felt like it should have had it. Um I think that beer it, that Goldwater makes has improved since then, and it's a lot better now. But, uh, yeah, prickly pear just seems like a flavor that goes well with sours. So I'm surprised that I haven't seen more, uh, like, prickly pear yeah. sours. Cause Apparently last last summer's monsoon really opened it up for prickly pear. Um, the the harvest off of last, last summer, not this mm-hmm. past one, but in 2022, the, the folks from Basin and Range down in Tucson said yeah. that they – got so much off of that monsoon awesome. because of prickly pear and then uh wrap up american fruit weed bronze saddle mountain uh they had a big night of awards including can art uh for this beer strawberry bitch yeah they got bronze here beer. and they, they won gold strawberry is another that. flavor that is not particularly powerful it's not particularly right. um you know in your face, uh, but that strawberry bitch is a really well done version of it. Like Very drinkable that sweet, one. Yeah, and you get all that strawberry without being without it being overly sweet. Um, so I know there's another brewery in Arizona that does a strawberry beer that I just have always been a little underwhelmed with. Um, so this the Saddle Mountain one is uh, to me is just excellent. And they they have a big day Saturday. They're coming to the beer fest, mm-hmm. and they also have their nine year anniversary party. Oh, that's so. awesome. Uh, shout out to Laura and all the team there at Saddle yeah. Mountain. They're, they are very good people. Uh, yeah. Belgians. Grand Avenue. And repeat. That's what they, yeah, that's what they. Grand uh, Quad. And like I said, that's what they, that was the top two in Best in Show. We yeah. we only rewarded one. We only recognized one beer in Best in Show this year as opposed to a top three. Yeah. But if we did, Grand Quad would have been up there getting a second place yeah. medal. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good that's a good beer for sure. Um, Roses by the Stairs with JoJo. Yep. And... Uncle Bear's Paint Me Like a Frenchie. Yeah. That is one. I took home a bunch of that after uh, Judging Day, and, man, I, I like that. Sort of a farmhouse, a right? Yeah, it's kind of sour. It's blueberry. Yeah. Um, not so much sour. It's a, I think it's more of a Saison. Okay. And, uh, yeah, farmhouse ale, Saison. So it's got a little that, funk to it. It's a little bit, but the blueberry kind of overtakes that, and you, yeah. it's just a very drinkable. Awesome. Um, if you. You know, good maybe a good introduction to uh, farmhouse size on kind of beers. Um, the 13, cat- 13 entries in the American Amber Brown Hus takes gold for Oktoberfest. That, Great beer. And that's uh, that's one they bronzed in the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, the bronze here goes to 
that brewery, Nutty Not Brown, a, a beer that feels like it's just been around forever. Yeah, yeah for sure. They get recognized there. Uh, and then the brewery at Torito Farm pops back up. Their second medal was Cerveza Cobre. Um, fun story about that. So the owner, uh, like Craig mentioned, cardiologist in Tucson, his wife uh, is from Mexico where um, she, I think her, her backstory is like she lived in uh, this, the type of village that you would, um, you know, go walk down the street and people were just serving fresh meat everywhere. You know, that it wasn't like grocery stores or anything like that where, she, sure. where she's from. So that it's kind of a homage to where she's from mm. um, and also the kind of the, the copper of the beer, an sure. Arizona staple of copper. So it's uh, it, it's an homage to the owner's wife. Cool. And um, she, she, she was very excited about that. That's win. awesome. Um, experimental IPA. Here's one where I was on the table for, for the metal round on here and we had to excuse the Oso. Uh, <laughs> a judge. member, uh, judge uh, yeah. from our table because he recognized the beer right away. And oh, wow. um, so uh, the gold, he ended up winning the gold, Boom Dynamite. They, they won gold in uh, 2022 as well for this yeah. one. Uh, Pink Monsoon Hazy from Catalina Brewing got their second medal there. And Hell of a Brewing, which I feel like won more last year than they did this year. I think this is their one win at Hell of a Bitter Crisp Symphony, a, a cold IPA. So this was kind of a, a, a very wide range. There was a couple sessions um, on on the table along with these three, and the sessions were really awful. So we knew right away to get rid of those two. And there it's was something to make very, very session. wrong about it. And it's tough the, to make a good session because the way that, in as far as I know, the way that you get a beer to be lower alcohol is by bringing more less grain, which which essentially leaves you with a less flavor, less flavor, right? Like unless um, you get less of that maltiness. And right, so it's, right. It's, I think it's hard to make a, a well-balanced session IPA. So that doesn't totally surprise me. They, uh, I was just reading a post before we started this. Renhouse is starting to bring back uh, their NA non-alcoholic spellbinder. Oh. And they, in this post, they kind of, wrestle with how difficult it is to make an na beer like that and yeah. still have the flavor so you're right it's yeah you know it's one of those people want na options but some of the smartest minds out there in, yeah. in the beer world <laughs> are really really struggling with how to you know make the right kind of thing and, mm-hmm. and still kind of keep with their brand totally. you know? um Sours. Yeah, so that was it so sour uh second biggest category 18 gold oh, went wow. to phoenix beer co Sunset Sour. Great beer. Uh, Uncle Bear's Brewery Debo Sour Double IPA was in there. Great that got beer. silver. I love that beer. That's it's just beer. such a unique flavor. Sour There's IPAs not a lot of a, people uh, who do that. Yeah, sour IPAs are a, a underrepresented style. They're, I, to me, the, the, the way the hops play with the sour uh, beer is delicious. What do you think that is? Is that just like a like a customer thing? People are just look at that at the on the menu board like, oh, I don't. I want I think, one or the other. I want yeah. a sour or an IPA. I don't want a sour yeah. IPA. I, I I could be wrong about this, but to me, what it feels like is that people who like sours don't like IPAs, and people who like IPAs typically don't like sours. Right. And so, like when you combine the two, I think people get a little funky. I'm the, I'm that way with like sour stouts. Like I see a sour stout, and I'm like, absolutely not. I've tried I either a sour want a sour stout. or I, think I want it's a sour. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like a sour IPA like sounds weird, but the for me. 
uh, the only reason I drink IPAs today is because I started drinking sour IPAs. Because the thing I didn't like about IPAs before was I didn't like the lingering aftertaste of like that hoppy bitterness. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't like that. Um, my palate wasn't like friendly to hops so much. Yeah. I used to drink all like malty scotch, you know, Belgians, like the maltier beers. Um, but when I started drinking sour IPAs, like I, I learned to enjoy the hoppy bitterness, the hoppy, the hop flavors, but then the sour part of it would sort of cut off the aftertaste. So I wouldn't be left with the, I, I could taste the hops without getting that aftertaste that just lingered in there and just dried your mouth out. And so it warmed my palate up to right. those flavors. And right. then from then I, you know, I went, I, I started drinking more IPAs and uh, especially like on the hazier, juicier, kind of sweeter side. And then, you know, eventually now I can, I now I, I like to drink all of them, but um, yeah, sour IPAs are, are an underrepresented style of beer, I think, overall. And this is a category. When we have one with like 18 or 19 entries, mm -hmm. the the judges are presented with probably like six at a time at the most. Yeah. And so they are passing one or two off each round, right. and, and a different table might might get uh, another six and so on. Yeah. So this, this has gone through. This is a category that may have gone through three or four or five different stages of, of yeah. judging here. Um, yeah. And bronze goes to Verdi Brewing for Watermelon Sour, yeah. a beer that I believe was on at uh, the Beer Awards. And I, I remember hear, hearing somebody be like, man, this is fantastic. So um, awesome. little little anecdotal thing there for um, the we profiled the brewer, Alex, in our beer issue last cool. year in September, October. Nice. Uh, if anybody's looking for that, it's online, phoenixmag.com. Uh, we got a couple more categories. Wood aged went to uh, gold went to Simple Machine for Barrel of Cherries. Mm -hmm. A um, I don't know some of these I, I've had Envy. We both had Envy mm -hmm. at Catalyst. Uh, they won bronze. They won two of the three medals a year ago. They just uh, they just get the bronze this year. Yeah. Again, they're open on this Friday. Yeah. Uh, day before Beer Fest. So yeah. congrats to Will and the team over there. Check them out in Tempe. And then the silver we skipped silver historic. Black Duck Lager. Um, Got to try that at the awards. Oh, was, did you? Yeah. That was there? Yeah, they had uh, cans of it. I was very, very pleasantly cool. surprised. Black Lagers are a great style, also another style that not a lot of people are doing. Um, was that like kind of – Noah's Barrel Age, was it lower in ABV if they canned it, or was it uh, – um, No, I, th I think it was uh, like a pretty standard like 6 or 7%. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it just had a lot of great flavors. Uh Probably the most unique black lager I've ever had. Really good beer. Happy with it. So on the uh, on the black, uh, we got a uh, black IPA actually won Stout Porter. Um, the Chasm Chomper is listed as that Cascadian Chasm. dark ale. Yeah, oh, I was a Chasm Chasm Chasm, Chasm Chomper, <laughs> a uh, a Cascadian black IPA. Oh, cool. So that one won gold in the Stout Porter category from Look Brewing. Second year in a row for Look Brewing with a gold. That's awesome. Yeah. They won uh, Oktoberfest, I think, the year before. Yeah, Marissa does good be good beers for uh, sure. Very cool to see a, a brewery. A lot of people probably have never heard of Look Brewing, but yeah. um, if you haven't get out there, see a movie, get her beer. 
And then uh, this is one where we didn't have a bronze medalist, but we had a silver, went to State 48, Logger House now, for Baltic Porter. At the awards, when uh, the guy from State 48 came up to get it, he kind of muttered under his breath. He's like, oh, great, second out of two. And uh, that's definitely not the case. There right, was, there were seven. Several, there were seven, seven entries. entries yeah. um, but they they have to pass, they have to meet certain guidelines in order to get through each round. And so they didn't give out a bronze because not there was not enough beers in the category that made it all the way sure. through into the medal round. So, um, so you know, I think that's the, seven, and that's the first time we've had that happen in yeah. the two years yeah. uh, in the what, 30 categories we've had. Mm-hmm. So first time that um, there was not a, a three three winners there. So. Uh, 15 entries in the German Vienna Mars and Dark Lager category. Mm-hmm. Pedal House is the winner there for Beach Cruiser Amber Lager. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you put that German in front of anything, and <laughs> yeah, it might as well just uh, you know Go to Pedal House. start printing Pedal House on the metal, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, so they get gold. Save 48 gets the silver. Um, second out of 15 for them, and uh, bronze goes to Oso out of Paradise Valley uh, awesome. for Don Alote and. Oso Oso does submit beers from their other locations. The the PV location is the one that won the medals this year, and I believe won most of their medals last year, if I'm not mistaken. They got second second or third on the um, Brewer of the Year mm-hmm. rankings. So um, the 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 beers that you see winning from Paradise or from Oso are pretty good chance they're coming from the Paradise Valley location. They also brew in Gilbert and Gilbert is, I, it I seems like Gilbert is where they brew more of their, like, big stuff, their stouts and porters, yeah. and, and, and the ales from the crypt is where they do all their barrel aging and all that, so, um, yeah. I'm pretty and, sure And ales, now they have the old Helton brewing facility, so they're going to be brewing other beers yep. out there, too. Yeah, big things going on with those, so I'm pretty sure they had some of the ales from the crypt in submissions, because... Uh, Josh Ramoso was at my table and he said, you guys can thank me that we're not judging barrel-aged yeah. beers. So I was like, okay. They, they didn't meddle, but they, I think they had some submissions in there. Yeah. Um, Blonde Golden, six entries. Barrio Blonde, they won two golds. This was one of them for or Barrio Brewing. Uh, Lazy G took silver for Sunshine Blonde and Saddle Mountains back with a bronze. Sun Scorched Kolsch, which I know you've gotten your hands on some of that, right? Yes. Yeah, I was uh, I was blessed with the uh, the brewer's generosity. Uh, Anthony uh, gave me some of that. I like a good call. Sometimes yeah. sometimes it's not done very well though. So um, for sure, shout out to there, them for it's making a good, a good one. It's a good hot weather beer. Um, for sure, very refreshing. Uh, the Scottish category. I think this was my first round of beers that came yeah. to our table. We thought we had given it. one last year. We thought we had given it to Saddle Mountain when we were yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Did well, we just give uh, Anthony won, a medal? Clandestine won a GABF, GABF, yep. I believe. Yeah. Uh, so they get, well, they got so. bronze on this one. Barrio Brewing, yeah. their second gold for Rojo, and then Black Rock Brewers. Have you ever been there? No. In Tucson. No. So they I've won for them. silver for Tartan '99. I actually cool. have some friends who went there, and it's like, it's one of those. Real small, um, trying to liken it to if you've ever been out to, um, what was the, uh, I can't think of the name, but I went to a place in DC. It was really small, kind of cramped, very, very like 
because it was like there's no AC in there. That's kind of what they described it as to okay. me. Like <laughs> it's like the place for the locals. Okay. Uh, yeah, Black Rock Brewers to me sounds know? like a brewing club, like yeah. a home brewing club, yeah. right? Um, that, so that's that's kind of what they described it as. Yeah. I think they went there for one beer and they're like, that's kind of like the locals hang out yeah, there. That's cool. <laughs> so, um, and then American Pale Ale, the final one we have on our list here, Gold Pedal Pedal House Desert Classic. Uh, they're bringing that one out to, I think they're bringing all three of their gold medal beers out to ACBA uh, okay. or out to the festival yeah, on um, on Saturday. Uh, Fate Brewing uh, shows up with a silver for Fateful. Yep. And Bronze, Greenwood Brewing. They, yeah. they had a big night, too. I think they, they won did. two or three. Two, I think they um, won three. Um, uh, happy to see them win. I think they're, they're, they do really good stuff, and sometimes they're... When when people talk about their favorite breweries breweries in the state, uh, I think Greenwood often gets overlooked. So happy to see them do as well. And as I they think did. they're the most enthusiastic about their wins too. Yeah. When they, when they hear their name, they are running yeah, they up to so the stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then did you uh, did you have Can Art on there? Can Art, yeah. So gold. So I have, yeah, go ahead. So Can Art was judged uh, by the Phoenix Magazine editorial and design team. Um, so they we had a whole case like 24 yep, beers right that were that were given to us to judge uh, to give out a bronze silver and gold and then the editorial team sat down and and made their decisions based on their it's you know subjective to their design preferences but uh, it's kind of a cool way to loop them into the awards um, most of them are not beer drinkers. I think Craig might yeah. be the only one that drinks beer out of all of them. So from the panel that I yep. know, they probably had no idea what any of the beer inside yeah. the can tasted like. So, so they went purely off of label and design. Yeah. Craig sent me kind of comments on each one of these to to, to kind of describe why they picked them, and I I, I think they're well written and and kind of a fun way to 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 explain why they won. So the first, uh, so bronze was Oso. Um, they won for their Hoppy, their Bright, their Popsicle, and their Boom Dynamite as like a series. Uh, and yeah, it's kind of like a fun like, when you put all four of yep. them, um, kind of visualize mm-hmm. a fun little one, two, three, four, all yeah. in a row series. Yeah. So uh, though none of the four cans cracked our top five picks on their individual merits, together they compromise a salute to a salute to throwback Warholian pop art. That was too knowing, fresh, and playful to resist. So yeah, they have this very pop art sort of vibe to them, the way they're designed, and and that's it's a lot of fun. A collective award. Yeah. Like it. Um, Silver went to Renhouse for Spellbinder. Um, so perhaps Arizona's most iconic can art, a weirdly hypnotic, domineering specimen of triple vision, bold face pop art, that's half Paul Rand, half Shepherd Fairy. Uh, so, you know, a very iconic, you just that you is see it on the I, shelf and you know exactly, you immediately, you don't even have to read the words. I always worry I'm going to go cross-eyed it. looking at yeah. it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then our gold was Saddle Mountain Strawberry Bitch. And they, uh, their comment there was loved everything about this can, the metallic magenta color scheme, the crisply illustrated Archie Comics inspired heroine, the risque roller derby theme, all of it captivating and perfectly matched to the beer inside. Um, so you could tell that those comments were written by someone who writes for sure, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun to give out that award, um, and, and, you know, be able to, to loop in the, the, the yeah, real quick on that one with strawberry bitch. I talked to Laura, the owner of Settle Mountain after, and 
um, asked her, you know, she's like, I'm keeping, I'm keeping this one for can art. She said the brewer can have the other three medals they want. Uh, this one's special to me because yeah. she had all the input in coming up that's with awesome. that. And that's kind of, uh, their, their, their stuff has always been kind of like airplane and mm-hmm. that aviation themed. Um, right. and she's had a couple, uh, in the, in recent about, you know, a, a female character on their beer mm-hmm. and kind of branding it that way with, and, and the roller derby theme, right. that sort of, um, you know, what Craig wrote about, he's better at words than I am, but, uh, <laughs> uh, she was very, very proud of that one. Cool. And she's like, that one is the, like her, her favorite award yeah, is winning awesome. can art for that beer. That's awesome. Um, yeah, which kind of brings us to the, the medals, uh, I don't have one here with me, but hopefully you can you can put up a picture of them. Yeah, the medals were awesome from so, C&D Industry. Yep, so the, uh, same same guy who made the medals last year made them this year, but we, we made some adjustments. So last year we etched the logo and the letters on it. This year we cut them out um, so that they pop a lot more. And then last year they kind of put this like patina on them, like gold, silver, and bronze patina. Um, this year we actually put Cerakote on them, which is a, a, a ceramic coating that is used on firearms and all kinds of other, you know, automotive parts and all kinds of other things. It's very sturdy, and so and it was, you know, very clearly bronze, very clearly silver, and very clearly gold. We are, I am just beyond proud and excited about those medals, and uh, yeah, just really cool to have them made locally. Um, and yeah, they're they have a cool shop out in Glendale, yep. like downtown Glendale. Uh, we did a story on them a couple of years ago. Leah, we so we have a video on our YouTube page where we um, visit with Chase, who who runs that whole shop with us. Um, and it's just, you know, it's amazing what they did this yeah. year on those medals. They really pop, and a lot of breweries have been tagging us on their social media posts yeah. showing off those medals. Yeah, it's super Very cool. cool to see. Last year's medals were cool and they were different and they were new and you know people really dug them but we we I think we really upped the game on them this year and and uh yeah, very excited to 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 keep working with Chase. Well, that's the that's the list. It was Sweet. it was cool to to finally meet um Ayla from Borderlands oh, yeah. that, who got the uh, Directors Guild award and yep. gave a nice speech about her work um yeah. encouraging uh other female brewers to participate in her yeah. project. Um so keep that going and then um awards festival coming up Saturday. Yep. We're going to get this podcast out late tonight Wednesday into Thursday so if you're listening you haven't got tickets, go to azcraftbeer.com. Get your tickets. What do we have? We have like 35, 36 breweries coming and um, food. And yep, I think it's 36 breweries, all local. Every brewery participating in the event is an Arizona-based brewery, um, no out-of-state breweries. And then uh, we have about 52 total vendors. Yeah, there's going to um, be cideries, wineries. Yep. Uh, Winery, winery, uh, but yeah, it is yeah. Merkin, which yep. is one of our, I think, one of the best ones in the state too. So, um, yeah, yeah, a handful of good food trucks. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Cool, cool. We will Thanks. see you there at the festival, Johan. Thanks, man. Thank you. We'll see you guys there. In a belated thanks to Craig. <laughs>